Welcome to Speak Life Project with Lex. I am so glad that you stopped in. This is a safe place where we talk about all the things from real life topics, daily struggles, and topics that most people don't want to talk about these days. And before we dive in, remember to like, subscribe, and to follow us on Instagram, underscore Speak Life Project. And then today, guess who's back? Download our newsletter. Download our newsletter. Download our new newsletter. Culture that's, Architect. That's the new thing that we got going on. How do you download it? The link below. The link below. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You kind of like threw me off. Sorry. Man. You weren't supposed to do that. So now I would like to introduce my husband. Yeah, we did a show last week. We did. And here we are again. Part two. I just couldn't get enough, huh? No, the warfare started. You <laughs> forgot. I corrected. And that's what we're going to talk about. So last week we talked about power couples and which calling is right, his or hers. And we talked about how it met. If, if you didn't watch it, God. you were so sweet how you admitted that you laid down everything to see my calling. Did I say that? No, but I just wanted to <laughs> clickbait to see. How as a power couple, you can mesh, your calls yeah. can mesh together and you could do ministry together as a family. And so this week, we wanted to do a part two because we wanted to talk about what that looks like, the warfare behind that. Because we talked about the highlights and how it, you can make it work, but we also want to talk about the behind the scenes and what that looks like. Because the enemy doesn't want you to, to be a force to be reckoned with for the kingdom. Right. And so when you decide to do it together, he's going to try to separate. And then there's also a huge target on... Well, how many times do you see in life ministers who fall seriously they're they're they have a family they have a wife mm -hmm. they have kids and yet they're they're preaching the gospel and they fall to fall temptation to substance abuse mm -hmm. cheating or just quitting right just going on a, on a sabbatical and then never returning right and i don't understand you know and and you know most people probably watching aren't you know, full-time pastors are in that space. But like how you just say like, I'm gonna take a break from my career. <laughs> I'm gonna go and seek the, like, that's not, you, like... that's not even realistic for the uh, normal person. Right. And so you guys being out there watching, fighting through, you know, it sounds cute and all that people can do that, but we know that we all face trials. We face tribulations, right. money, stress. And so we wanna talk through what does that look like when you've laid your life for the ministry and on top of it, there's an enemy who wants to take you out. It's like, uh, right. I heard this analogy and I thought it was interesting in sports. Nobody ever just gets to walk across with nobody bothering them in football. Like there's 12 or 11 people trying to tackle right. that person. <laughs> and we got people in ministry who are like, I can't believe I'm fighting this battle. It's like, like you're never supposed to. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't and, make sense. and so what we want to help you guys is, not to avoid battles because that's unrealistic. Right. But how do you uh, face them? Right. Together. So I don't want to. I don't want to hijack your show, you but don't hijack my show. How but we're doing it together? Yes. But what would? What was your biggest? My biggest thing with all of it was submitting, mm -hmm. and you know that. <laughs> it was hard for me to submit because of not my upbringing but per se it, it was your upbringing stereotypically it wasn't was environment yeah it wasn't your parents teaching it wasn't you my this. parents teaching me because they were teaching me the biblical standards and but the biblical ways you came from a but i came from a blended family 
I came from. But like, when you say blended, that means. So I have a stepfather. Right. But I had, I was a very strong-willed child. And so I, I had a stepfather. He loved us so much, but I pushed him away. And I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, it was in me. The rebellion was in me mm -hmm. because of, you know, circumstances and things that happened to me. And so I, it was my choice, ultimately. Right. And my poor parents, I, I put them through the ringer. But I say all I have to say is that I carry that. Until I was truly free, I carried that into the marriage. And so I was like, you're not going to tell me what to do. But not only was it my circumstances and the way that I grew up, but it was also the environment, the the state that I grew up in. Right. In school, like in Rhode Island, it's very So liberal. now you're in ministry, married, and yeah. fighting that spirit of rebellion mm -hmm. that would come up. And then you face warfare. Yes. So it was, it's. It was just crazy because I would have that rebellion in me. Like, I could just do this on my own. Mm -hmm. Any leader that tried to, like, tell me something or try to correct me, I was like, you ain't going to tell me what to do. So it was like this tug of war inside of me because I knew. I'm like, but I can't be like that. The word says this. Right. Jesus, we're supposed to look like him in this way. But then inside, I'm like, no, I'm not going to. You're not going to treat me like that. Don't disrespect me. It was just like this tug of war. And then with us and our marriage. Well, then I'm going to throw myself on the skewer. Okay. Coming out of a marriage where, you know, she's being unfaithful. And now I'm like, okay, I got to reset. I got to find this next spouse, this next wife. A lot of times people will will marry somebody very meek and quiet because they don't want to see that hurt <laughs> rise up again. So you try to play defense and say, well, I'm going to pick somebody that's not going to tell me what to do. Right. Which is not a good marriage representation. It, you're going to have conflict where then we find each other. I'm coming out of a marriage, so I know what marriage looks like, sounds like, feels like. You're coming into having to lay down. Lay down the stuff inside me, and I'm like, I'm not Just being told what to do on a right. normal. And we're not talking about like what we're going to eat. No. It's more of like when you got pressed. Yes, when I got pressed. And also, I was done wrong by men. Mm -hmm. And so I loved, I loved you at the time. I still love you now. But you know what I mean? I like, love I loved you. you so much, but it was like, also at the same time, because of what I went through. There were still conditions. It was like when you said certain things, it triggered something. Right. And it wasn't your fault. It was just right. the, the men that did me wrong. So, <laughs> so it was almost like. So when you add all that, this, so now we're getting into like, okay. So uh, it's hard when you have this you're trying to do ministry and you think right. like god i'm gonna give you my all why does it have to be so hard right and i think a lot of times people give up in that moment because they feel like they're doing something wrong mm -hmm. or it just gets tiring constantly battling right you know because you have gone through seasons of battling jezebel yes not you, me <laughs> no you battled jezebel right like others so you were trying to like bring it to the leadership's attention. You yes. were trying to... Um, like I realized and recognized that in somebody or in a few people that were close to me. And so I was like, what do I do with this? I didn't know. I right. didn't know. I'm like, oh my goodness. I didn't even know it was Jezebel at the time though. You kind of did. I didn't know. You're exactly. like, how do you I fight it? I put my finger on it. Right. I didn't right. know how to fight it. And then I was like, I just knew that the Lord was telling me to speak up in that moment right. against it. And I was like, you want me to speak up? Wait, that, that's not enough <laughs> clarification. We're talking about taking it to the leader saying, I yes. think someone wants to take you out. 
and she I wants to it. sexually like tempt right. you. Then another time we have friends that we created a ministry with mm -hmm. who were lying behind our backs and you're like, we have to expose this. Yeah, and it's we like to expose it and you feel this gut feeling and then as a marriage, it's just crazy because we're like, oh my goodness, how we're gonna do this. And well, because you come home and you're like, I'm not crazy, and you're fighting a battle outside of normal day life and it right. it, it carries into your intimacy it carries into your right. uh just sitting down and enjoying life because you feel mm -hmm. this pressing and so you really looking back you can never pray enough right you can never pray enough as a couple you can never um and i think for me trusting your spouse's giftings mm -hmm. so like you having a very strong discernment strong prophetic gifting a lot of times i'm like you're just negative and i'm like babe i'm telling you right now don't get into that deal I'm like I'm he telling can, you he's right gonna now. steal your money and then <laughs> and three months later you just be critical i'm like i'm telling you i'm not well because here's the problem <laughs> is that when you have a prophetic eye you sound critical and if you hear it four or five times without a oh that person's good you come across being Right. negative but it's hard because that's all you see right. like sometimes i wish i could turn it off i cannot like i could just see motives and i could see people's hearts and i can see their like hidden motives so i i could see how it could come off as critical though and so that's been something that was big with us too like learning how to 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 flow with that so right like i tell him but maybe sometimes i could have been like i was probably too harsh with it instead of like babe like let's pray about it but together or something. There, you know? there, there truly wasn't because we were learning each other's giftings, right? And so we were developing. So what like, ended up happening though? Yeah, everything you said, but I don't think I've been wrong. <laughs> Let me not say that. But... Note to self: Thus you... far, I have not. Alexis is always right on I'm speak not, laugh. I'm not. I mean, but again, so my gifting is to build, mm -hmm. to uh, get people activated, and so you have to sometimes look past. Right. Like you're always like, oh, they're not qualified. Well, no one's ever qualified. Mm -hmm. Paul would still be working on being qualified and we wouldn't <laughs> have the New Testament. The thing yeah. is, not your greatest strength is your greatest weakness. Mm -hmm. So my greatest strength is, no, they'll process through, we'll work through it. Of course, everybody has a good heart. No one's gonna do you wrong. Mm -hmm. No one has bad motives. And then next thing you know, the people you hired, you're like, why, why, why are they not working? You're like, whoa. Like, we're working on a ministry. Doesn't everybody want to work? Right. Because we're working for the Lord. And it's like, no, they just want a paycheck. <laughs> and then you have other people when it's like, you're doing ministry and it's like, there are snakes in the grass. The Bible clearly states mm -hmm. that there are wolves among you. Right. But it's hard to hear that voice and say, no, be careful. Mm -hmm. And then instead of your spouse, it's like... well, but you should trust that even more. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes, like you said in the prior uh, episode, is that the ones we love are the, ones we're, the hardest with, mm -hmm. or we write them off. And so it's learning that balance to trust your gifting and say, okay, I entrust my decision-making right. with you. Mm. Yeah, you say that. <laughs> Till I tell you what we have to buy. And you're like, how come we're remodeling this? It's like, and it's hard because you're constantly fighting in some form, but you have to realize we're in a war. Mm -hmm. But I think that through this, we have learned. So even though we are in a war, we've learned through the, what, nine, 10 years that we've been together, how to like navigate some things. Yeah. And so instead of like, when we fight against each other, we we snap out of it. And we're like, wait, 
We know that this is an attack. You snap out of it. What do you mean? <laughs> this is an attack. So we need to recognize the real enemy. It's not each other. It's the enemy so, fighting. So how can we join together? So this to will it? resonate with most women is men know how to compartmentalize a problem. Right. So that problem only exists when I'm there in that situation. Mm -hmm. You guys being feelers, Emotional, that problem like, exists until it's resolved with. Right. And so men, and so you have to learn that balance. Cause for me, it's like, there isn't a problem. It's just, I have to handle that problem. And I'm like, what do you mean? When are you gonna like, deal with this? When are you gonna deal with this? And so you, na you nag through something and you're like, are we gonna, well, we know that. <laughs> well, then you girls can work on that. But it's, it's understanding personalities. Right. Uh, men handle problems differently than women, mm -hmm. but it comes all 100% down to, do I trust? them to make the right decision right and why wouldn't you well, and sometimes we don't right and that's the biggest problem is when we don't mm -hmm. but it's uh, we're all over but it's recognizing that we have to trust our spouses right but um with the whole warfare thing and the target on our backs it's uh awesome because our kids are seeing how we're fighting they're watching everything that we do and sometimes i don't even realize like okay i get up at this time to pray and stuff but now the boys, whenever they see something or they recognize something that's an attack, they're like vocalizing it and praying against it. And it, it just excites me because I'm like, wow, Lord, like they're watching every single move. And I know we hear that all the time, but like to see them actually do what you're doing. Right. It's powerful. And so we can teach you could teach your children also how to by your example of your marriage, how to be able to to be in the war and not just be on the sidelines, but like fight too. From yeah. a place of rest, from a place of trusting in God. And and w it's not that you're always gonna face a battle, but to think that you're not gonna see adversity. So right. even though we were in battles, we have the Holy Spirit to lead us through, to advise us on what to do, what not to do. Right. And so we lean into that say, okay, so-and-so did us wrong but the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit is our victor. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, I feel like I'm fighting. And they're not, I, I think a lot of times when we hear battles, we make them so big. Sometimes like, they are though. They are, but that's the problem. We've, we've over abused words. Mm -hmm. So every time we hear the word battle, you're like, is our marriage okay? Yeah. Did he sleep with somebody? <laughs> no, Did they? Like, uh, but you know what I'm trying to say? But then when we say like, oh, I'm going through something, you're like, sure, sure. You're, you've always been going through something. You know, it's like, <laughs> They're, we got a minuscule. Like, we either overdo it or we minimize it. And you're like, it's so hard to understand what that word means. Keep, keep it to themselves. Yeah. And that's dangerous too. But I see why. It's so like, for instance, okay, we're in ministry. You started a, a serious Bible study. I started a Bible study at a uh, rehab center. Mm -hmm. And the men want us to do it every month, every week. The, uh, the center only wants us in once a month because they say there's too many churches. Mm -hmm. What is that? That sounds like warfare because administration is trying to slow the gospel. Right. And so you have to know how to handle that. Now, some people might carry it as a fence. Mm -hmm. Some people may just be like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm probably too bullheaded. I'm going to go have a conversation <laughs> Not everybody's like with that, them man. and say, what's going on? How come? How do we work through this? But it's recognizing that's not an attack against me. Mm -hmm. It's an attack of what I'm doing for the gospel. Right. And a lot of times we're misunderstood. Right. My personality is beyond misunderstood. Right. You know, <laughs> and it frustrates you because it, you get the blowback, you get the fallout. Mm -hmm. 
is like you're just rough. <laughs> like what's the rough what what is the normal so people who like don't know me because you know they they watch well, Lance it. has a D personality if you guys know the disc personality trait testing thing and so he's very direct very dominant mm -hmm. a bull in a china shop is how mm -hmm. you like to explain that that's yes. literally Lance so he's gonna knock the thing down in order to like make it happen right and so with that it's a blessing there's blessings and there's cursings with it yeah. well the blessing is that you get stuff done yes and your greatest strength over. is your greatest weakness the weakness with it is that you're pushy yes and so when you don't need to be pushing you know and so but i feel like with it doesn't help when you have a very sarcastic yes the sarcasm uh, you know i'm like <laughs> come on <laughs> but sometimes it's not even warfare sometimes it's our personalities like i know with both of us we don't work on paper you know how they're like oh opposites attract one's quiet ones we're both extroverted with both strong-willed i have a little a bit of the d personality in me too and so with that we bump heads all the time like not all the time a lot of the time yeah but with that it it's hard because we have to literally like we talked about in the previous episode die to self like okay like i see what you mean and you see what i mean so one of us has to back down and we can't let our ego and the pride get in the way right and so that those things aren't even warfare it's more like our own self well, it's or, a, our it flesh. is a warfare but again but we have a choice right mm -hmm. And it's it's a it's removing simple warfare. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, you 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 never see myself having conversations alone with like young women, right? Like there's some simple things you can you can remove well, just dumb right warfare. And you married a Puerto Rican, so I'll slice you. I'll slice slice dice them you. or slice me both. Oh. <laughs> Just okay. kidding. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> but it's 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 removing things from your life, but then it's also being in tune with the spirit, knowing, all right, we're about to so the last uh a couple of months ago you we started two Bible studies on the same week mm -hmm. and you're the one who decided you're gonna get really sick because you decided to I just decided. run yourself ragged. And it's like I'll tell her I'm like you need to go to bed. Don't tell me what to do. And it's like, you know, but but there's <laughs> the little all... things. I'm like, babe, I'm grown. I can go to bed when I want to go to bed. Right, because I want to manage everything. But it's also realizing that an enemy was to come. Right. And a lot of times, your your husbands, if you're female, which you probably are, because you're watching Speak Life, <laughs> won't take the brunt that the woman does because the enemy doesn't come to knock down a steel door. He comes to find the crevice that's got an air gap. And so. I have to be very uh, attentional to understand when you're going through something, is it spiritual, is it physical? Because the enemy loves to come through the back door. Right, and, and if you go down, then I go down. That's good. Not not from a, a stumbling block, mm -hmm. but from just being wore out, from right. being um, overwhelmed. Because mm -hmm. we got the kids. Because I know how to make a good mess. I'm, I am a certified, qualified For real. You and mess your sons. maker. Yes. You and your sons. And <laughs> it all falls on you to tidy back up. Like even when I thought I cleaned up, I guess I didn't clean up. Yes. To your standard. And I like having a big house, but that's the only thing, ladies, if you're even thinking about it. Thinking about it. It's beautiful. It's nice when you have all the people up in there and stuff, but to clean that beast, oh, 
That's all I do, literally. Clean, eat, sleep. Clean, so take care of the kids. In that, clean. I was going to say is that we have to recognize there's, there are natural battles, spiritual battles, but it's being ahead to to uh, keep yourself out of a war. Mm -hmm. A battle, a war is different. Mm -hmm. Like you're expending energy, finances, mm -hmm. but a battles can be won simply by just knowing where your enemy is right. attempting. And I think That's through good. prayer, through understanding our callings, understanding our schedules, understanding mm -hmm. what season we're in. Mm -hmm. Like there's a season of we're resting, we're building, we're plowing, we're this. And then everything starts to work to me systematically, right. in my mind at least. No, it makes sense. And so when we started to like communicate more about it, mm -hmm. like, okay, I know you have to do this. Sometimes you'll sigh like, oh, I didn't know you were doing that. And then sometimes I will. I'm like, oh, you're doing all that. But we're like, okay, so now I know on this day, I'm going to have to take the kids here and there so to make it work. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to take them. And we're going to go work and do this. And so when you can strategically say, okay, it's not us against each other. It's us against this problem, the enemy. And so once you recognize that, you don't, you won't be sideswiped because that's the biggest thing with marriages. This huge situation comes in, then you're sideswiped. Next thing you know, you're both exhausted. Then that's when the enemy keeps pressing and pushing and prodding. And then next thing you know, you're like, I, I can't stand you. I don't want to be near you. <laughs> I can't stand you. Yes. And of course, he wants to get you to the place where you're both exhausted. Right. You, you don't have any oomph left. But if we can like put our backs against each other, the word says one will put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand. Right. And that's the beautiful things about couples. And that's why I think we should even do thing do this more. Maybe not speak life or something separate. Because once you can unite together and realize we're not against each other, like I'm telling you, it'll change all the things. It'll change the, the family. It'll change the home environment. And... The way that you do ministry together. Well, you, I want to say it's in Galatians, but the word talks about we're a three-strand cord. Yeah. Like we're we're looped within, you know, Christ and God and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But then when we have Christ in the middle and we're strand together, we're a strong cord. Right. That can be uh, leaned on, can do things. And it's a lot of couples aren't ready for that battle. Right. Because they're going to have to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Um so selfishness. Yeah, and it, it mm -hmm. truly comes down to I got to give up my hobby. I don't like that's not what I want to do, but it's like if you've never done it, you don't know. Right. And you know, I always look at the people who are the oldest people around me. Mm -hmm. And what are they doing and what are they what are their regrets and what are they still trying to pursue? Right. And most of them are trying to always spend time with their families. Right. And they're still trying to do a little bit more of the gospel. Mm -hmm. The ones that are serving God at a high capacity. But I've never met an, an elderly person who said, I didn't get enough overtime in. Right. I didn't play enough uh, golf. I didn't. But you, like you'll, all the stuff that you, you hear the regrets of like, oh, I didn't talk to Johnny. You know, he passed right. away. Da, 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 da. And so it's like our heart is always after the gospel. Our heart is always pursuing God. And we recognize that's what we would rather be doing. Mm -hmm. that, that's our high priority. And because of that, there is a cost. It's no different if I owned a boat. There is a cost. There's okay. a cost of insurance, maintenance, fuel, uh, waiting in line to to drop it. We're okay with that because it's all pleasure, right? But we, we don't look that, we don't look ministry as pleasure of like I'm serving God. Mm -hmm. Paul says I am a bond servant. Mm -hmm. Tell me where to go, Lord. I go. That's good. And so we've done that in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And you know, being a bond servant means okay. You feel like getting in a car and driving 
three hours to a conference that I don't feel like doing. <laughs> but it's it's okay. That's something that you enjoy. I don't enjoy it at all because you know there's parameters where I watch the kids and you receive. But it's you don't mind doing that though. I don't have a choice. That's not true. I'm like, you Maybe only you heard. But I, I just want you guys to understand sacrifice has to come at all levels. Mm -hmm. And so like, especially when we have our conferences in our church, I choose to really watch the kids because you love that. That is your thing. You don't love it? I do, but there only can be <laughs> one of us that's more attentive. I did it though. When they were younger, I I didn't have a choice. Right. Like you got to sit in on all the meetings and all the things and I- Yes. I uh, degrudgingly just- <laughs> Yeah, and that really hurt so you. Oh, I think you so still so are. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, you go do it while I just sit here. But, you know, I learned through it. I but had to learn. But I, I, had to, I didn't know that was there until I went through it. But I was I've like, okay. Worked on finding what you enjoy so that I can help you enjoy it more when those opportunities come up. Right. So, like, you do like being in those meetings, you like being a part. So, I try to include you. Mm -hmm, you do. And so, because you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So, why am I going to, you know, exclude you? Right to just cause more problems right after instead of working and working and so it's it's getting to know your spouse fighting together right and and understanding you're victorious together and not backing down from the battle in front of you right so and the minute that your feet hit the ground as a couple the enemy knows yo because we're not playing. And I always say that even in the house. I'm like, we are not playing. Like, this is a house of God. There's peace up in this house. Like, so just like declaring things as a couple and as a family too. Like there's some de declarations that we want to write together that we can like say over our marriage, our family, our finances. I'm telling you guys, like if you put God first and then your spouse and then the children, some of you ladies need to hear that. Um, you got to put your spouse first because, and I'm Amen. to myself, <laughs> because I think that we can, and I've seen this time and time again, where people put their kids first. And then when they're empty nesters, their marriage goes down the tank because they never invested in anything. Right. And so when that happens, it breaks my heart when I'm seeing that. And I'm like, that's not what I want to do. Like, I don't want that to happen. And so, and I'm young and all the young moms out there, like you, it's easy to get wrapped up in that. Even like have your identity wrapped up in your children. When you still have, when you go before the Lord, you're not going to even go with your children. It's going to be you and the Lord. And so you always have to remember that, that your identity shouldn't be wrapped up in anything, but you as a daughter. And so that's a hard pill to swallow. But one day the kids are going to leave. The husband's going to still be there. Hey, babe. And you have to <laughs> you have to work on that and invest the time. And I know sometimes we'll be, we'd be too tired, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> But we got to we got to make sure that we're making sure that we're strong because that's where the enemy tries to seep in and try to tries to tear you apart and make up of, all those priorities. There's a lot of code in there. <laughs> Girl code, just like okay. you guys have guy code. Okay. We have girl code. But anyways, you have anything else to add? No, it's good. Yeah, it was good. You want to pray us out? No, I did last time. Well, you going to do it again. All right. I make my guests pray. You want to hold oh, me? Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> Dear Lord, we thank you for this time that uh, we spent together yeah. discussing uh, marriages, family, and how we pursue you at a high level, how we go after everything that you have designed us to be yep. what you've designed our lives for 
and to help others, Lord, to not feel alone. Lord, we just come against any isolation, anybody who felt like nobody understands their story. Like, Lord, help let this be that shining light to encourage them to say, I can too get through this battle. I too yeah. can have that rough conversation that I want to do more or whatever that may be, Lord, that it wouldn't discourage them, that it would encourage them that they too can run at an extreme level that they may not have seen themselves, Lord, but you designed us for more, Lord. So I pray in this coming season, Lord, that you would give them the downloads for the yeah. more in their lives, yes, God. in their spouse's lives, and in their family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was fun, babe. Thank yep. you for coming on again. You're welcome. <laughs> but the reason why we wanted to hit on this too is we're going, we're about to go into new year and we always have the new year's resolutions and we're going to do this, this and that. And then in reality, you're not really doing it. And so if we could talk about these topics, you can work on, you could pick a few things to work on for next year and say, Hey, we're not going to just have a whole nother year. That's wasted of us fighting and putting all this, these things in that's going to amount to nothing, but we're going to run together right? because we have a bigger goal and our, our eyes should be on the prize, which is Jesus and fulfilling what he's called us to do together because marrying your spouse is a second most important decision after salvation. Amen. And so if you can get that for this upcoming year that, you know what, we're not going to fight against each other. We're going to run, run, run and do all the things that God has called us to do. I'm telling you, the whole trajectory of your life and your family together will change. And so I hope that this encouraged you. And remember to speak life always. I will catch you guys next week. Bye.